This is Get More Done, a You Can Book Me podcast, and I'm your host, Ben Dukevich. Over the last 10 years, You Can Book Me has saved teams 1,500 years worth of time. Because of this, we wanted to see how much more time we could help them save. On this podcast, we will talk with business owners, CEOs, managers, consultants, and coaches on how they are helping their teams do more with less. We discuss automation, delegation, and everything in between. On this episode, I caught up with Eric Twiggs. Eric is an author, podcaster, and executive coach that helps his clients prevent procrastination. As a procrastination prevention partner, he works with folks to uncover the real reason that they procrastinate and helps them live a life aligned with their passions. During our conversation, he explains the overall reason why you might be procrastinating and shares some tips on how to avoid it. Enjoy. Welcome back to Get More Done, the podcast all about productivity and crushing of goals. Today, I'm sitting down with Eric Twiggs, the author, executive coach, and podcaster, and the man, the procrastination prevention partner. Um, so Eric, welcome to, to the podcast. Hey, Ben. Thank you for having me. It's truly an honor. Yeah, I'm really keen to learn everything you have to fill us in on on procrastination because I procrastinate way too much. But uh, we'll get into that in a, in a little bit. So what we usually do when we start these conversations is start with an icebreaker just to get you a bit more comfortable. Um, so with that, um, the question this week, if if you could eliminate any one food so no one would have to eat it ever again, what would you destroy and why? Oh, that's, that's easy. It, it would be... Candy corn. <laughs> candy corn. It's, it's, it's the, it's a good, I don't know if it's a food or not. It's technically candy, but it's the, the nastiest candy known to man, in my opinion. I don't know why it's a top Halloween gift thing, but I, I just think it needs to be done away with completely. And I think this world would be a better place if there was no candy corn. <laughs> yes. I can agree with that. It is kind of like a, a letdown when you're eating. You're like, yeah, that was okay, but not not anything worthwhile for sure. Uh, maybe a tra- traumatic experience from when you were a kid at a, at a Halloween party or something. Who knows? <laughs> Let me tell you, you talk about food. A close second would be liver. They, they, oh, they're, yeah. they're like neck and neck, right? <laughs> yep, exactly. Get liver off the table for sure. For sure. Awesome. <laughs> So as, so as I mentioned in, in the intro, you call yourself the procrastinate or uh, procrastination prevention partner. So I'd love for you to elaborate a little bit on exactly what that means. So as, as your procrastination prevention partner, I, I help entrepreneurs and executive leaders to ditch their excuses and to beat procrastination so they can make more money, get more done and feel more confident. And we just really, uh, through coaching through my book, through workshops, through keynote presentations, I help people to unpack the root cause of the, of their procrastination. And, and I'm different from other people in the field is because I have more of an inspirational flow, uh, more inspirational, more motivational. But if you apply what I teach, I mean, I just, I just truly believe in my heart that, you know, your life will be better and your business will be better. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it might might be difficult to answer this next question, but why do people procrastinate? Well, the root cause, there's no one main reason, but I would say the root cause is discomfort. There's some aspect of the task that you're not comfortable with. 
Now, it could be as simple as I just don't like doing it. So I'm going to avoid it as much as like, like doing your taxes. You know what? I just don't like doing my taxes. I, I will avoid it for as long as I possibly can. I'm going to start on April 14th at eight o'clock in the evening. I'm just going to wait until the last minute. Or it could be something that the, the discomfort is fear. You, you're afraid of it. And believe it or not, Ben, a lot of people I work with have a fear of success. And it's like, okay, well, what if this, but what if this succeeds? What, how is this going to change? Am, am I going to be spending less time away from my family? Am I, am I going to have more? Am I going to be ready for what the next level presents? So the root cause is discomfort. And that's where I come in. I can really help you to unpack what, where is that discomfort coming from? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense of why, you know, you don't want to do this thing because there's something looming, whether it's the discomfort of doing it or the fear of it actually happening or something else that makes that makes total sense. And in your book, the the discipline of now you reveal like these 12 practical steps to overcome procrastination. Can you give us a summary of what those are? Sure. So the, so the book is divided into three parts, right? You have the cost of procrastination, because a lot of times we don't realize that it's costing us. Right. You know, it, it's not like a lot, a lot of things you do that there's an immediate consequence. Right. If you do, if you do something wrong, but with procrastination, a lot of times there's not an immediate bad thing that happens. So you think you're getting away with it. It's not like you put off doing your taxes when you, when you know you should be and the procrastination police comes and just arrest you. That doesn't work that way. Right. <laughs> so, so it leads you to believe that you're getting away with it. So that's why I, I, I make a point to talk about the different costs of procrastination. Uh, and, and then I get into the causes of procrastination. And, and as I'm talking about the cost and the cause, I'm talking about principles that can help you to overcome certain things. And, and then we get into the cure. So the cure is my five-step plan. It's, it's called the Procrastination Prevention Pyramid, where, where we go through the different five levels. And if you take these five steps and you follow it, you, you'll overcome procrastination. So that, that's a, a summary of, of the principles in a nutshell. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, out of those principles, what do you, what do you feel is like the most effective that, that folks can, or one that is maybe the easiest to implement for folks? Well, so one that I think is key, I talk about this in chapter six of the book. It's the ability to say no. That, I'm telling you, that is so important. And especially when you start to have more success, you start to become more visible, people start to recognize you as a person who can get things done. And when you become a person who can get things done, people will ask you to do more things. And if you don't watch it, you'll find yourself, you're in what's called the excellence trap. And there's so many people that I know of that are in this excellence trap. They're recognized for being good and being able to get things done, but now they have all this stuff on their plate. And what has to be noted is that whenever you say yes to something, you say yes to chairing that committee, you're saying no to something else. So you could be saying no to spending time with your family. You could be saying no to moving your, your business forward. You could be saying no to getting your podcast off the ground. So, so I just think that's a critical thing that people overlook. The ability to say no. Yeah, that does have a lot of power to it because like you said, you're you have to consciously choose what you're putting your focus in and what you're what you're putting your your whole self into for sure. 
Um, are there any other other ways that that folks can can prevent cr- procrastination to accomplish more? Like just some general tips. So, so a general tip would be, and I talk about this in the book. Clarity is the starting point of success, and a lot of times we procrastinate because we're not really clear on where it is we're trying to go and what it is, and, and so it's hard to say no when you're not clear on what the destination looks like. Like if you don't know where you're going, everything sounds like a good idea, right? But but once you really get clear on what you're trying to accomplish, it makes it easier because now you can just line up your decisions to say, okay, I want to be an eight-figure entrepreneur. Does chairing the PTA committee, is that going to get me closer to becoming an eight-figure entrepreneur? No, it's a great thing to do. You need someone to lead the PTA committee, but we only have a finite amount of time. So, and again, so, so really being clear on what it is that you want to accomplish is critical to overcoming procrastination. Yeah. And I think that ties into another philosophy of yours of helping people find the purpose, right? Of what they, what they want to do. So how, how did those kind of, kind of work co- together to help people get more done of finding the purpose and getting that clarity? Sure. Yep. So really pay attention to those things that light you up. Right. Cause I mean, I get this question all the time. Well, okay. How do I find my purpose? Like, like I, I know people who just, you know, every now they, they just, they're walking down the street one day, the piano purpose fell on them and now they know exactly what they're supposed to. I know people like that where they, they just have this experience. And then from that moment, they know what they were put on this earth to do. Now that's not most people, right? Most people is more of a, a trial and error type thing. So, so what I would suggest is really pay attention, pay attention to your gifts. Right. Pay attention to those things that you, it comes natural to you. But when people look at it from the outside, it seems like it's a lot of work. So, so pay attention to your gifts. Pay attention to those things that you just feel passionate about. Like for me, for example, I just always felt fulfilled when I was speaking to a group. I didn't know I had an idea that I wanted to be a professional speaker. So finally I, I took the step of joining Toastmasters International, right? And then and when I did that, I saw I met someone that trained professional speakers. And then, so the steps, so I, so the takeaway is if you want to know what, what your purpose is, you don't know, one of the things, pay attention to your gifts, pay attention to what you're passionate about and, and what's the next step that you can take in that direction. Yeah, that, that makes total sense of just trying things out and experimenting. And because and like you said, it's not an aha or eureka moment for everyone. Those people are just blessed and they can go full full heart into that. But just trying things out and taking those individual steps. Um, Toastmasters sounds like it really opened opened up a whole a whole new, new world for you. It, it was extremely helpful. It was extremely because so when I got to Toastmasters, first off, at the, the president of the club told me about this thing called the International Speech Contest. And he said, Eric, I'm telling you, you'd be great. And I'm like, okay. So I started competing and, and, I, and I just kept winning. And, and so it was like, it was almost like it was confirmation that, okay, you're on the right path. This is something that you're supposed to be doing. I would recommend for anybody, if you're interested, and becoming a professional speaker that you join Toastmasters. The biggest thing with Toastmasters, it provides you a safe place to practice your content. So even if you have, you may have a major presentation to do for your company, you could practice elements of that in Toastmasters and get, and get honest feedback where there's no consequences, where, you know, your promotion isn't on the line, your reputation. So I, I, I strongly encourage people to 
joint Toastmasters. Yeah, just from the fact of um, increasing your confidence when you're speaking in public and not maybe necessarily building a career out of it, but just building building those those reps. And I'll be sure to check it out too because I've always been told the same thing. Like, you'd be great at public speaking. and be like, oh, I just need the opportunity to do it, I think. But so, so earlier you mentioned that a lot of your work is like helping executives, helping them ditch those excuses and get more done, be more, be more confident. How do you help them accomplish that? So I, I take them through. So I do... One-on-one coaching, I do workshops and I do keynotes, but I have this procrastination prevention pyramid that I help work people through, right? And I, I can, we have a minute, I can go through yeah. briefly. So the, so the first step on the, and this is in the book too, starting around like chapter seven, uh, is that the first ladder on the pyramid is your attitude, right? So if you picture this pyramid and it's got levels, at the foundation of the pyramid is your attitude because your attitude is the foundation of your success. And I, I'm telling you, I've seen this play out. Like you can literally give someone the exact recipe for success, but if their mindset isn't right, it's not going to work. So you really have to address the attitude. And the challenge is that studies show that 80% of the typical person's thoughts are negative. If you, if you just listen to your self-talk, you just... 80, and if you're an entrepreneur, you're focused on problems. So you just, it's negative, 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 negative. The challenge is you tend to get what you expect. So, so if you're expecting negative, you're going to get a negative outcome. So the key is to replace this negativity habit with a better habit and, and focusing on gratitude. Really just really being intentional, starting the day focused on those things you, you have to be grateful for. And I saw work with entrepreneurs. On the, and just this one thing is, has shifted businesses. When, if I can get somebody, so what I'll do is when I'm talking to you, you have to tell me what your wins are at the beginning of our conversation. You know, you have to create a win log, meaning you're going through your week. You're looking for those small victories. I got a five star Google review. Um, I, I got this new client. I, I made progress on my book. Um, what have you. So now you're starting to build momentum and offset the negativity. That's your attitude. Next is awareness. You have to be aware of your power times. Like when do you have the most energy? And that's why I walk entrepreneurs and executive leaders through that. Are you a morning person? Are you a night owl? The key is to schedule your high priority activities during those times of day when you have the most energy. And, and, and then also you want to be aware of people that you're around. Can you find people who have the results that you aspire to? And join that group. You join a group where your the result you want is the standard, right? Find a group like that. It could be Toastmasters. If you if you want to be a top 100 real estate person, join the top 100 real estate group. So you have attitude, you have awareness, you have animation is next. Animation is your energy levels. Energy is critical. And if you look at times, if you if you replay the tape, the times when you were procrastinating, often it was when you had low energy for whatever reason. Didn't get enough rest. Stop your workout routine, maybe eat the wrong things. So you really have to be critical of your energy levels and really be proactive. And you really have to be, you have to prioritize recovery. Like most people prioritize the grind and the work, but you have to prioritize those recovery activities, which could be resting, getting your sleep, could be meditating. Think about those things you can do to recover, taking vacations. And then when you come back, you find that you, you have higher levels of energy. So next, we talk about automation. And then 
I wish someone would have told me this when I was starting out, but just because something has to be done, it doesn't mean that you have to do it. Absolutely. I wish I knew that, right? I, I would be a lot less tired. I'd, I'd have more hair and everything else. Uh, <laughs> but but, but you know, this part of it, it can start with delegating. You don't have to do everything. You know, find, Are there people that you can delegate to? Um, it, it also helps to know the value of your time. Right? Like I have, as an added bonus, Ben, I'd be willing to sh- I have a Twigs time calculator where you put in your hours you work and it'll calculate, it'll calculate for the hour per minute how much your time is worth. And I think if you know how much your time is worth, it makes it easier to outsource those things that are lower than your hourly rate. But automation is key. You can take advantage of technology, get a virtual assistant, delegate those types of things. And then the top of the pyramid is activity. And I put activity at the top because you can't get to the top without taking action. Right. But you need to prioritize, you know, what are those actions? Because not everything. Right. Only 20 percent of the things you're going to do are going to get you 80 percent of your results. So figuring out what are those priority actions that you need to take to move forward. That is, you know, sums it up in a small pyramid, but that's a lot, lot of, of heavy lifting that, that a person needs to do. But that that's a master class right there of everything. Check all the boxes. Right. Get your head right. Get your attitude right, get your network right, get your actions right, and then automate and delegate everything. That's really, really awesome. So, you know, with all of the folks that you, you've you worked with, you know, over like 28,000, you know, coaching sessions that you've done, what have been some common trends or some commonalities that you've seen across across mo- much, of, much of them? Well, so if I've got somebody that's just stuck 80% of time, I would say 80% of the time it's that mindset or belief issue. Yeah, I, I just think the, they have the yeah buts. That's how you know. You say, hey, you know, this is what this is what I've seen the work. This is what. Well, yeah, but my business is different. Or oh, yeah, but it's a pandemic. Or yeah, but that is the key thing that that stops a lot of people. So if you're, if you're put if you're always inserting in the yeah, but that that's a problem. And I just think you have to get past that, that mindset issue and believe. And that's why it's important to find people who are examples of what you're trying to accomplish. Right. So, so one of the things I, I teach is that, okay, instead of asking how, let's say you want to start a podcast, don't, don't ask how you, you have to shift from how to who. So if you want to start a podcast, how am I going to start a podcast? Who is already running a successful podcast? And, and then it could just be as simple as calling that person and finding out the steps they took. So that, that's the key thing. But yeah, the, if there, if there was a number one thing, I would think it's that belief issue that, that holds people back. Right. It's le- less of the yeah, but and more of the move your butt, right? Getting some action, getting some some movement towards your towards your goals. Um, so I wanted to talk about, you know, you personally, uh, what what kind of struggles do you face with procrastination? It's a challenge for me, too. Like, so for me, some of those little day to day clerical types of tasks, it will be easy for me to put it off because I, I like to stay focused on the bigger picture. And these little things, some of these little things, if you don't do them, can have big consequences down the line. So, so that's a challenge for me. It's something I have to always be aware of. And that's, that's why I have a virtual assistant. 
And it, it's been a game changer for me. And, and I would encourage anybody that's a, a solopreneur where you think, okay, I'm just going to do this myself to, to strongly consider investing in, in that virtual assistant. So yeah, so just some of those little day to day tasks, expense reimbursements and just some of those little things. I don't, I don't like doing them. Just be honest with you. I just, it's, it's not that deep. I just don't enjoy doing it. I like to be focused on the bigger picture. So I, I just have to always be aware of making sure I've got it outsourced and that it's getting handled. Yeah. And I can see the power of having having a virtual assistant just to take a lot of that off of your plate. Um, do you have any other processes in place that help you do more with less? I do. I do. I have something that I call the Twigs uh, Top 5. And what it is, is I always have a three by five card handy and I have it on me. And so the night before I write down my five priorities for the following day. And so I, and I feel like once I've accomplished those five priorities, then I've won for that particular day. And anything else is in, in the bonus round. It's icing on the cake. And, and I'm telling you that has been critical because what I find is that certain things will just start nagging at me and it'll, I'll just feel compelled to do certain things because that's because I've written it down. And there's power in writing versus putting it in your phone. I think putting it in your phone, again, this is just my perspective. Putting it in your phone is better than doing nothing, but I, I just writing it really just makes a stronger link to your brain and your subconscious. And you'll literally be walking around and it's like, oh, you have to do this. <laughs> okay, let me let me go do this. Yeah, I've, I've heard that quite a bit of just getting it out of your brain, getting it onto some piece of paper. Even that analog format works better because it's visual. You can see it. It's tangible. You can hold it. It's like there and it's done. Um, and then the top five, I think that's a, that's a real, real big takeaway. I don't know if I could do a Twigs top five, but maybe I'll adopt it too. It's like, it's be the same. You can call it something different, but I just, right. <laughs> there's something power different. in doing it though. I'm curious to know what, what's on your list today. What's on your top five today? Or what are you hoping to get done today? Well, so I, I'm trying to make a habit of uh, following up on my podcast stats. Because I, I feel like it's just measurement is the key to movement. And, and if you really want to get traction, you have to track it. And so, that, so I literally have this habit of tracking. And, and you know, we have, you know, I've got a, a co-host, uh, I've got, I've got marketing resources that I use and I'm, I'm just trying to always keep track of where we, where we're going and what we're doing. So, so that's one thing. Um, I've got something I call five content. I'm just obsessed with the rule of five. So I think if you do five of things, you'll find you get a lot of things done. So for, from a business standpoint, I'm making five business connections. You know, that's via LinkedIn. That could be via email. I'm sending them the one pager. Because I think you have to have offense. You can't just have defense, but where you're waiting for people to call you. I think you have to be, you have to be very, uh, proactive, you know, and, and then, so the other thing on my list is, you know, I, I have a scheduled meeting with our accounting person. You just really make sure we've got some things squared away when it comes to QuickBooks, uh, and, and things like that. Um, uh, the next thing is I've got another follow up. With someone who's going to be on, we, I'm the host of the 30 minute hour podcast. And that's a part of the 30 minute, uh, media. And so we, we've got another podcast that's going to be coming up. So, so I've got a follow up meeting there. Um, I've got another follow, we've got another follow up meeting. Uh, there's another comedy show that we host under the 30 minute hour media. 
So, so that's now again, my, my five is going to be different from day to day, but I'll tell you like the tracking on the podcast is something that is pretty consistently is on the list every day, just about. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about your, your 30 minute hour podcast. So, so the 30 minute hour podcast, it's personal development podcast is for entrepreneurs primarily, but, but it's personal development. So it, it applies to most people because it's about how do you improve yourself? Maybe you don't have, you're not an entrepreneur, but it still um, applies to improving yourself and improving your life. But it's designed for entrepreneurs. Uh, we help people to laugh, to learn, and to ultimately level up. So we're different in that. We add a lot of humor, right? I mean, my co-host and I, Ted, my co-host Ted Fells, he's the super CEO and all around good guy. He's like the wild card. Literally, you don't know what he's going to say. He may ask you anything. I'm I'm like the straight man in this whole thing, right? You know, okay, here we go. He's like, hey, look, I didn't read Eric's questions, so I'm just going to ask you whatever I want to ask you. So, but but I think the balance is really good. And the, the, the guests that come on, they always say, you know what? This is the most fun I've ever had on a podcast. And, and it's going well. So on listen notes, we've been ranked, we're ranked in the top 2% of all podcasters as it relates, all podcasts as it relates to popularity. So the 30 minute hour. Yeah. It's, that's it. We, we bring on influencers every week. And if you're looking for that person that has the results you aspire to, we're probably interviewing him this coming Monday. It's every Monday at seven o'clock that we do it live. Yeah. And I think that that's par and parcel with the, what we said earlier, finding the people that have done it before, following their footsteps and learning from them. Sounds like an amazing time. Uh, I'll, I'll be sure to listen to more episodes. I caught a few and you are, you're right. Your co-host is a little bit of a, a wild card, but it all makes for a good, good time. And, and you have a fun, fun time. It sounds like as well on that. So, so what's next for you? What, what, what are you excited about? What's on the horizon? Well, just continuing to get the message out on a larger scale. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm also the president of the What Now movement. And our whole mission of this movement is to help people pivot when they face a challenge, like the pandemic. A lot of people said, I'm going to wait until things get back to normal. Well, no, we said, you need to be asking yourself, what now? So we've, we've formed this movement all around the question of what now? I'm the president. My co-host on the podcast is one of my vice presidents, Ted Fells. Uh, so we, we're doing this thing. It's called Coffee and Conversation. So it's the first Saturday of every month at 10 o'clock. And, and that's starting to, to grow and get traction. And we helped, like the last one we did, we talked about steps you can take to get ready for 2022. And again, it's designed at the, for the entrepreneurial person. Um, so just really getting the message out on a larger scale and just continuing to grow the podcast and just really continuing to preach the message that's in the discipline of now, but getting it on larger platforms. Yeah. And you're accomplishing all of this by the five tasks a day, right? Just chipping away and oh, sure. setting it up. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, people, every now and then someone will say, oh, man, Eric, do you sleep? Man, how in the world are you doing all of this? Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I'm telling you, a lot of it is the five things. The other thing we haven't mentioned yet, that I have a habit of. It's, it's making an appointment with yourself. I'm telling you that I've talked to people who are chronic to tell me, they tell me they're chronic procrastinators, but once they get in the habit of doing this, it helps. And so it's all about going to your calendar. It could be Google calendar. Google calendar is free, right? And make it, instead of saying, I'm going to write the outline for my book, 
this week. And then you get to five o'clock on Friday, you haven't written anything. Say, okay, on Wednesday at one o'clock. And so here's what's interesting about that. You have to, if you specify the day, time, and place that you're going to do it, you're more likely to do it. Matter of fact, the studies show this came out of, um, the, uh, this university in New Jersey where they, they concluded that you're 40% more likely to do it if it's on your calendar and, and you've got the day, time, and place. So if you say on Wednesday at one o'clock in my home office, I'm going to complete this outline, you're more than likely to do it. So that's another key habit. So that I would say the combined efforts of making an appointment with myself and the top five and having those five things written down that that's how you can get a, a lot done and look like man you does, does this person ever sleep yeah that that's great great advice and it got me thinking about using our tool you can book me as a way to schedule those events all right building a page to say on tuesday i'm doing this at this time so it's like would you say date time and place that's what you need yeah to get get more done that's really awesome so, so where, where can folks go to learn more about everything that you're working on? If, if we got time to list everything that you're working on. <laughs> well, I mean, certainly you can check out the podcast, the 30 minute hour. It's on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all of those places. Um, you can also, you can go to my website, Eric, E-R-I-C, uh, Eric M Twigs.com, Eric M T-W-I-G-G-S.com. And you can pick up a copy of the book, The Discipline of Now, 12 Practical Principles to Overcome Procrastination. It's in paperback, audio, it's on ebook format as well. Yeah, and we'll be sure to put all of those links on, on the blog post that we'll put up to get more people to procrastinate a lot less and get more stuff done because that's the name of the game. So, Eric, it's been a pleasure talking with you. And I've learned a bunch. I got a lot of takeaways, uh, five of them exactly. Um, but <laughs> there you go. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for being on Get More Done. I hope you have a good, good rest of, rest of your day. Have a great rest of your year, and I hope twenty twenty two is is really great for you too. Thank you. All right. Take care.
Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Get More Done. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform to get updates of future episodes. Want to be a guest? Reach out to community at youcanbook.me or visit getmoredone.youcanbook.me. If you or your team want to automate your scheduling, sign up for a free two-week trial at youcanbook.me. What will you do with all the time that you save?